You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. Yeah, I want to. I want people to I Photoshop alien boy. eyes onto my face yeah. and be like, "Is she really an alien?" I would love that. start a podcast anymore. I don't know. Greetings dudes, welcome back to This Week in Gaming. It's our podcast where we talk to you about stuff, and boy did stuff do stuff this stuff. Yeah. I'm Proxy. I'm Sarah. And I am the Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> All of them? All of them. Oh boy. So, yes, uh, preview, we will be talking about the Game Awards, because that just happened last night. I stayed up and I watched it and I didn't yeah. stream and it was weird. Yeah, it was weird. It was anyway... Weird, but- so I watched them. I got very excited about a lot of things, and we'll talk about that in a little while. But for right now, Morgan, what have you been playing this past week, if anything? you Aside from, like, Job Juggling Simulator. Oh, Job Juggling Simulator. Um, I was playing that most of the week. Uh, playing a lot of Battlefield Five. I've seen you online playing that yeah. BF5. Uh, how, how is... You doing story or multiplayer? A little bit of A, a little bit of B. Uh, lately, it's been a lot more multiplayer. Because I, this is it's not a broken system, <laughs> which is very weird for me to say that about Battlefield. Is this a 2018 yeah. game? Yeah, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. So far, it's not a broken system. I mean, I've been called a Nazi a couple times for killing someone, but you know, other than that, mm. it's fine. And being on the English team, not on the German team. Um, no, it's good. Um, they just patched it too with additional content. Um, Wednesday, this past Wednesday. It was supposed to be on Tuesday, and they're like, sorry, fam, but we got to take an extra day. It's not quite polished enough because we're adding a shit ton of new stuff, like tanks and all the stuff that is important in a whole nother story. So, like, okay. And I I only played, like, for an hour or two hours after that happened, but it's it's they're they're doing well with that. Other than that, um, I picked up Katamari Reroll this morning Ooh. for the Switch. Ooh. Have you played it yet? I play I just I played the tutorial level, which is it's literally the first level of Katamari Damase. Did okay, do they use both Joy-Con yep. to control Oh. Yep. I mean at the time I didn't have the Joy-Cons disconnected from the Switch, so like I was using it like a handheld. Right. But but it's still a twin stick. Yeah, it's still a twin stick. It's a little awkward just because of the displacement. Yep. Oh, because one. Well, because one when you're trying up. to do the, the super roll, it's like you gotta like time it just right. More than like when you're on like the PlayStation where you can just be like, yeah, you know what I mean. Sure. But um, yeah, I played. I just played one level of that, and then I was like, no, no, <laughs> I, I have to play Smash. Yes. Because I went to GameStop at nine o'clock this morning. Because their new holiday weekend hours are in effect as of this morning. Yep. So they opened up at 9 a.m. And boy, was I the second person in there. I got a phone call about it the other day when I was at work. They're yeah, like, Luna You can show me. up as early as 6 p.m. to pick up your number. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. Well, the funny story is um, I went down Thursday because at the time, Aaron told me that Katamari was coming out on Thursday and not on Friday like we were reported. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. I'll, I didn't, hadn't pre-ordered it yet, and I pre-ordered it the couple days before. Went down Thursday, and she's like, so I fucked up. Because <laughs> she read it. The system said Thursday, but it actually came out today, Friday. Yep. Yeah, I was right. But um, often. our store wasn't supposed to get a midnight release of Smash. 
because they only had 73 pre-orders as of like a week and a half ago. Oh man. And then like five days ago, they went from 73 pre-orders to 125. Nice. So the, the district guy, Tom or whatever was talking to Luna and she was like, yeah, I'll do a midnight. And at that point, Aaron was like, no, we'll just open up at nine. Like we're supposed to, and just do it then. And he was like, yeah, we'll do a midnight then. Wow. Yeah. It was a, it was a true midnight release too. It wasn't a nine. Wow. Yeah. That's, I, th- I thought they were doing away with that so people could have lives and go home from work at a reasonable no, hour. It was a true midnight release, but yeah, no, uh, I've, I played good, like two hours of smash and who are you playing as? I'm doing the story mode. So the story mode, you start off as Kirby. Okay. And you gain other characters as you go along. So far, I have Kirby, Mario, Sheik, Yoshi, and Princess Zelda. Uh, her name is Zoraldo. Zoraldo. I feel like I have one one other, but I can't remember. Oh, Bowser. <laughs> I just got Bowser. Prince F Tanks. but no it's fun it's real fun um it's a little weird playing it on the switch like using the switch itself because i bought a gamecube controller but they were out of the adapters oh no so like either i gotta come down here and use your adapter that plugs into the wii u or just wait till i find one or gamestop has them in stock yep but can't you like go and like set a notification for like availability yeah on the app or something i can yeah that and i like to think that the uh the people that run the store know us well enough at this point yeah that they'd just be like you could go hey call me when you get these in save one and, aside for me right be like well, okay yeah well i'm i mean i'm going to target later on today anyway so i'll see if they have them because they generally have better stock yeah. or well not better but more stock and it's like 20 bucks or 15 something like that for the adapter mm. Mm. But um, yeah, that's all I've been playing. I didn't even play Pokemon this week. No, it's hard once you like you get to the end of the game and you haven't beat the Elite Four yet. So you just have to grind. And it's like, uh, yeah. this is the literally the last thing I want to do in the world. Literally. And it's you can't restart. You're going to kill your Eevee. Also, I forgot. I did play one other game. I played the PS Plus game Onrush. How Where is it? It's a basic racing game. Okay. Like not basic, basic, like there are actual goals to a race. Like you have to bounce off of 25 guys oh, or that's really stressful. It is, but it isn't at the same time. The way that it's, it's set up, mm. it's not that bad. Well, it's, fun. it's definitely worth to be a free game, but I would not purchase it. <laughs> that that's fair. Yeah, that's it. I promise. That's it. That's it. Is that it? That's sick. Uh, Sarah, what have you been playing? Uh, a whole lot of nothing. Oh, no. I had many intentions, and then I was really sick for a while. You could probably still hear it in my nose. But, like, once I started feeling better, I was, like, super crazy busy at work, and it's just, like, a whole bunch of garbage. But the the week is still young. Who knows? Even though it's Friday afternoon. I was gonna... Who, who knows what could happen later today? That's... True. I'm hoping to get a lot more gaming in this week. And because when are you going to find time? Uh, Probably after we're done recording. That's fair. <laughs> like my rest of my day today and early morning tomorrow are open and free. It's like Saturday afternoon. My day is 
gone. And then Sunday is going to be mostly car repairs. See, I just, I, I just don't have any time whatsoever. So no, not this weekend. But what have you been playing? Oh God! All right, I'm a so. I mean, this week mostly Tales of Berseria yeah. because we've been streaming it, and it's it's a happy, sad existence with uh, wake up, go to work, come home, have dinner, stream, go to bed, wake up, come, yeah, the whole the cycle that is my work days, yeah, Monday through Thursday, where all I get to play is whatever I'm streaming, yeah, and I'm fine with that. I love Tales of Berseria, but there were some other things I wanted to play this week that I'm hopefully going to get to this weekend. Um, Annabelle and I sat down last weekend and played through uh, two of the characters on Amorous. So that was fun. Mm. The The characters are really well written as far as I'm concerned. Like they actually have for... independent personalities. Is yeah. that the, the furry game? Yeah. Yeah. The porn. Yeah. It's the bird bulge. Yeah. Blue Jay bulge. <laughs> Blue Jay dicks. Um, so we went through... Uh, Sky and Seth, their two stories, and they were they're vastly different characters. Like everyone seems to have something about them, and that's what I, I like that they're not just cookie cutter. Here's basically the same character but reskinned. Yeah. So just pick whichever one looks the best to you and rush your way through everything, because it doesn't get porny till like the very end of the game. You have to make it to that last date. Yeah. So there's still like a story and a dialogue going on. Like with Seth, we met him he was at the uh the club but he was just like writing notes to himself huh. and we're like what are you doing and he's like i'm a writer i'm just trying to like f we got into this dialogue between like if he's a writer and he's kind of um uh, a shut-in so like why are you here at this club and he's like trying to get inspiration and they're like you don't seem like the type to write sex novels <laughs> why are you at a club like this and it went on this whole thing where eventually, like, we met up for coffee. We talked about uh, book ideas. He ended up going missing for several days, which was freakish. And all of a sudden, he shows up at our doorstep and was like, I lost your number because I'm a total flibber to gibbet. And I couldn't remember shit. And I'm sorry, but I met, I saw your brother at the club the other night. And he told me just that you live here. So to come here. So here I am. I wrote a whole book. Good thing and I'm that's like, not oh. a creepy stalker. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I was like, oh, so he wrote a book. So then we went through this whole process of like helping him try and figure out getting that published and wow. meeting one of his hero authors. And but then you got to the end and you had and a then bone sesh. We did because he is a trust fund child. Huh. So he lives in a very like a high rise building in his own barely furnished apartment. Very Ikea. Um, <laughs> and he just learned how to cook and didn't know portion sizes. So he basically made an entire buffet. Probably mostly burnt, but Terrific. that's fine. It, yeah. The effort is what counts. Yeah. And then, yeah, so we got a, a good hot Dickens with a nice view of the city. Great. It was wonderful. Ruined my only good suit, but hey, that's uh, that's fine. So that was uh, that. We've got another seven characters to go through after those two because there are nine characters in total. One of them is Kobe. How long You're, did it take to get through that one storyline? It takes you about an hour to an hour and a half, oh. depending on your read speed. So they're like, it's... A short burst to get through. That's not bad. Because you, we pretty much just focus on one character mm -hmm. and go through their whole story. Yeah. Um, and of course, Annabelle, Al, and myself have been talking about it because we've all been playing and like going through the various characters. Yeah. I haven't had time this week. It's been really sad. So hopefully we can do some more of that this weekend. I'm on 100% that game. It's, it's happening. You're going to bone all of them. All of them. Everyone's getting a piece of <laughs> the bones our, our character. Yeah, sure. Get so, the character. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> what the heck else did I play this week? Not a whole lot. Uh, 
wanted to play some Neverwinter. I did a little bit last weekend, but like maybe an hour mm. of just like level grinding and whatnot. I want to get into them holiday events, but I just haven't. So I think that's it, actually. It's been like a slow week for everybody. It's just like, I don't know. It's just one of them times. It is, and it, which sucks because it's supposed to be the time of the year when everyone's like playing all the good games that came out in Q3. Yeah. And really, like aside from Red Dead, the rest of them are basically multiplayer shooters or battle royales. And even Red Dead's that now. Yeah. They got the online thing going on. Mm-hmm. But that's that's been my life in games for the last week. So, yeah, it's been a time. Let me just bring up the list here. There we go. So I'll give you the the rambly list of games coming at you in the next week. Tuesday, December 11th, we'll see Solar Flux for the Switch. Wednesday, December 12th, Insurgency Sandstorm for PC. No idea what that is, but it sounds like another shooty. Yeah. Uh, Thursday, December 13th. Omen Sight, the definitive edition for Switch, Roller Coaster Tycoon Adventures for the Switch, and Tony Hawk's Skate Jam for iOS and Android. I hope, I, wa- I want to think that I have high hopes for a game with Tony Hawk's name in it, but we're not in the 90s anymore, so I don't know. You know, the graphics of the uh, Tony Hawk's Underground 2? Yeah. How they were like so good. Yes. So great for the time that the game came out. Yep. The the mobile game like quality is about that level. Wow. <laughs> so maybe I'll check it out if it's free. It's really it um, is free. It's really ooh. promising. <clears throat> and then Friday, December fourteenth, we'll see Borderlands Two VR for the PSVR. Yeah. So okay, last I think it was last week that I had put down that Roller Coaster Tycoon Adventures came up for the Switch uh, on whatever day. And that was the European date. So this current date where it's coming out next Thursday, the, the Japanese 13th, date. Is, the, is our date. is <laughs> our release date for America. So I don't know how my lines got so crossed, but... Don't worry, next week we'll have the South yeah. African date. <laughs> I know. Here Good. we are. As it goes across time zones. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The Australian date. So like three months from now. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> the... Uh, if it was uh, Red Dead for PC, we'll be coming at you sometime 10 years from now. Yeah. Thanks, Rockstar. Right along the lines, Half-Life 3 comes out. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'll still, Rockstar will still put that out before Half-Life 3 ever hits. Anywho, we're going to take a brief break. We'll be right back at you with stuff. Have you noticed that for some reason it's become common culture for apps and websites to invasively collect your personal data and track the websites you visit in order to better advertise to you? Is it just me, or does that make you more than a little uncomfortable? We at Yadu don't believe in tracking the browsing habits and collecting personal data of our friends. That's you. That's why you'll never find a targeted ad on our website, a notification about using cookies, no matter how delicious they may be, or creepy men in black suits with no fingerprints rooting through the shoebox under your bed. We aim to keep the Yadu experience ad-free. However, since we're not willing to shake you down for your sweet, sweet personal information, that means we need to cover the cost of production another way. If you really enjoy this podcast or any of the projects under the Yadude or WYDG brands, you can show your support in several ways. If you're all about covering your naked body when you go out in public, perhaps check out our merch store, linked in the description. There you'll find all sorts of things that we've designed for you to wear, as well as other useful items. 
If you're interested in sponsoring this or one of our other podcasts, check out patreon.com backslash yadude, link in the description, and sign up for a monthly pledge. We have several different reward tiers that you can choose from, starting as low as $1 per month, and each coming with different sponsor-exclusive benefits. Thank you so much for listening to our work, and thanks to those who have signed up on Patreon already. Our goal is to keep Yadude and WYDG ad-free and never collect your personal information for profit. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I'm going to throw everything over at Morgan for posterity and stuff. <laughs> Here's everything. Wah! Hadoken. Uh, uh, no. So yeet. for our posterity, <laughs> this bitch empty yeet. <laughs> for our posterity, this is This Week in Gaming, episode number 87. We are recording this on Friday, December 7th. This will hit your earballs on Saturday, December the 8th. Christmas party day. Yeah. Happy Hooray. birthday. For the rest of us. Happy birthday, Joseph. Happy yeah. birthday to Mr. Joe. Blasif. Joseph Blasif. Everyone's favorite fill-in slash smut artist yeah. slash every season star of AV Underground, Joe S- Blay. Slash guy who did the voices real good in- uh, Neko Jishi. Neko Jishi. Everyone's favorite voiceover yeah. artist slash artist yeah. slash- <laughs> Just I got Joe. kicked off a of Tumblr. Just Joe. <laughs> Welcome, Joe. Happy birthday. Yeah. So other than the happy birthdays and whatnot, to start off our week, uh, Epic Games. Um, normally not good news yeah, when we I say the, the word Epic Games. Because they're most closely associated with Fortnite. Now. Yeah. Yep. So uh, our favorite developers of Forkknife, um, <laughs> Fork Epic Knife. Games, um, they announced that they are going to be launching their own digital game store, which I do believe launched last night. I, actually, yeah, I wasn't sure. During the uh, Game when I, Awards. When I originally read this, I actually rolled my eyes because I was like, yeah, who fucking does it? But like, it gets better. Yep. So they're going to be deviating from the norm that platforms such as Battle.net, Origin, Steam have set, and they are going to allow their developers to keep 88% of the revenue made from game purchases, which leaves them only 12%. Yeah, which is a great, like that, no one ever has done that before. Right, so they're not in, t- in it for the money. Obviously, yeah. um, most digital game stores like Steam take a 30% cut. So they're already taking half of what other yeah. game stores take. Um, Epic Store will be opening soon, which I do believe it is open now um, for PC and Mac with specially selected games. And they will be adding more titles and available platforms over the next year. Yep. Uh, additionally, developers who use Epic's Unreal Engine won't have to pay engine royalties on the revenue they make through the store. So that means if you develop using Epic's Unreal Engine and you want to sell your game, you can sell it on Epic's store. Yeah. And currently, I do know the big game on Epic's store, other than obviously Fortnite, is Journey for the PC. Yeah. Uh, it's the only <clears throat> place that you'll find Journey for PC. Yeah. Uh, Epic also has plans to connect developers with 10,000 Twitch streamers, YouTubers, and other content creators through the Support a Creator program. Yeah. So, I like, like I said, is... for once, it was good news yeah. out of the Epic forefront. I think this is the right way to conduct business. I, I don't. I will never forgive Epic for bringing Fortnite into the world, and bringing us the thing that I hate a lot is just like the Fortnite culture of the world right now. Yeah. But 
this is the right way to conduct business. Make right. make a game that is free with options and parts of it that aren't free that you pay for that you that are completely optional. Right. Make a game where you have the option to buy these weird skins and whatever that don't make the game that don't make you better at the game, but just make the game more fun for you. Make a a digital store for games where the developers actually make their money and don't have to pay royalties if they use your shit. Yeah, holy shit, what a concept. Connect streamers with your shit and you will all win. Like, this is the right way to conduct business. Right. <laughs> this is good. Like, hello. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, No, Hello Games doesn't have their own store yet. <laughs> oh, God help us if they ever decide. Oh, God. <laughs> it, it does. This does suck <laughs> oh, because Randy. it's yet another fucking game launcher. It's it is. yet another store. It's yet another game launcher. But I'm fine with it, though. Things have been worse in the world. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, no, I have to have another game launcher if I want yeah. certain games. Like, what? What's... I'm so fucking used to it now. Like, I'm surprised every game doesn't have their own launcher. Oh, you know, like in the 90s. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah when you install individual games. And that, that was kind of I didn't end up like finishing my thought on that last week when we were talking about the cardboard disc. Oh, thing. yeah. And I'm like, I remember when I bought a pc game and i had to have the disc in the system to run the game yeah that was and i was crazy. like can't they do away with this technology and now people are complaining there's no disc with my pc game i'm like can you fucking not yeah i don't want to go back to that life i i wish losing the disc and never being able to play it again because it gets you, scratched because, because someone you used didn't it as know a how to crack things at the time yeah yeah i wish i could uh, this sounds really silly because you can buy music digitally these days i wish i could buy like a usb thumb drive of like an album Instead of a CD, I want an album on MP, like on a flash drive that I can pop into anywhere there, I want. Or like be able to go to like an FYE or a store similar to that with your own thumb drive and be like, I'm going to purchase this yeah, album. Plop so I, you don't have to run out of space and you don't have to have a thousand thumb drives. I bought three Gabby Hanna songs on iTunes and now I don't use my iPhone anymore because I sent it back to Sprint. So now I just have three Gabby Hanna songs sitting in my iTunes account that I'll never listen to again. I'm glad that I supported so, her, but like, where's it going? If I just bought a CD or if I just bought a thumb drive that had music on it, problem solved. Right. And it would be completely legit. I'm all about supporting small creators, you know? Uh, Who is calling me? Fun fact. It's probably the people from the Adjustable Bed Place. I had to block their number. Um, probably. So... Fun fact when it comes to music, actually, because you bring that up and a lot of people are just like, will be like, why would you want it on a thumb drive? You're dumb. They have it digitally. Just buy it on iTunes. Yeah. And That's the there's two reasons why CDs, regardless of how outdated they may be in their minimal storage capacity, will always be better. Yeah. And it's not one of those like, oh, like how vinyl is better than CD because it's true sound and it's like a physical thing. Yeah. Uh, it's not on that whole thing. It's just that the files that you have on a CD player are not as compressed as an MP3 file. So it's yeah. more true to sound. It, and CD isn't lying to you. If you ran a radio station, if we, if we ran our own radio station and we wanted to use music, you can use anything you have on CD because the CD case has the library of Congress number that is associated with that and is proof that you've purchased it. Huh. However, when you agree to sign up for Google Play or iTunes or any of those other services where you will purchase with your own real human money and own, quote unquote, a song, yeah. you don't actually own that song. No. You can't purchase like an entire album for the same price as a CD through Google Play and use that on the radio. You have to own the physical CD. Yeah. Which is weird. 
but okay. But it's in the terms and conditions that you're not allowed to use the, you basically saying, I want to pay you money to have this on my phone without ever really owning it. It's like renting forever for one price. Right. I don't, and I don't like that. I'm not really into it, but I've also done it a lot with my free Google monies. So yeah, I, 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 so far, like since I got the Samsung again, I have bought a couple songs because I had free Google money that was going to expire. And it's like, yeah, that's fine and well, but I have to use that app to play it. You know, like if I download, if I buy a song with the Google Play music app, I have to use the Google Play music app and I don't like it. I'm not going to use it. My other songs don't import correctly into it. It's like, I just want to buy a song and buy buy an album and have that because my Chromebook doesn't have a disk drive. I have a Ninja Sex Party album. Mm-hmm. I've had it for a really long time. And I just don't, I can't be arsed to go into the living room and plug it into the computer and copy it over and then copy it onto my external and then bring the external into the Chromebook and plug it in and do that whole thing. I just don't have it in me. And that's what it takes to get a yep. CD onto my phone. <laughs> yep. It's crazy. It, it's, it's a crazy. Not, it's not simple. No. Anyway. Uh. That was our weird rant about music. <laughs> music. And it, I don't, I'm not some kind of narc, by the way. I don't, it's not that I don't not support piracy. I just think that like small creators like Ninja Sex Party or Starbomb or Gabby Hanna, they're, they're putting their own money into it. Just buy their shit. But like Metallica can probably do without your $5. Don't let Lars hear that. I know. He'll come beat me up. Anyhow, moving on from there. Um, so, yeah, that was it about Epic. Uh, moving on from there, Red Dead Online. Uh, so Red Dead Redemption 2's online beta launched last week, um, starting off on the Tuesday last week where anyone who had the Legendary Edition was able to enroll in the beta, and then following that Friday, anyone else could launch the beta. Um as it was beta, Rockstar warned that players will likely come across, quote, bugs and other oddities. Well, so far, the biggest bug is the economy, which mm-hmm. is unfortunate. Um, yeah, so cans of beans are reportedly worth more than gold rings. There are a lot of other things that are like worth way, way more or less than they should be. And it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah, Rockstar, they addressed the bug saying that the way they developed the game will allow bugs to be fixed easily and that this bug will be worked on soon along with many other persistent bugs like game crashes. I haven't heard or seen anything since they made a statement about it. Yeah, I'm not sure if they fixed this or nah. I'm going to go with nah. I don't I don't know. Like I don't know how long it's going to take for them to legitimately fix like half of the economy of so, the game. So so far everyone I know that's been doing Red Dead Online is like, yeah, no, I'm all set. Which is unfortunate to say because they like Rockstar is hoping that Red Dead Online gets to be as popular as, as GTA popular Online. or bigger than GTA Online. But once again, it's in beta. It is. If and it's people, if it's in beta, people have to understand that it's gonna yeah. have bugs. People and are so be weird. for some reason so mad about it, and it's like I think this is really funny. Like if this was me, I'd be laughing. Right. Exactly. I'd be like, like, are you fucking kidding me? Can of beans is worth more than a gold ring. Yeah. Well, as okay, y'all. As far as like tw- 2018 online multiplayer games go, 
this is like really small potatoes. <laughs> like, oh no, my gold isn't worth much. Uh, go skin a deer or something. Seriously. You'll get more money out of skinning deer and selling herbs. Yeah. Either way. So yeah, I mean, it was just something small about Red Dead. Um, if you're gonna if you're not in the beta yet and you want to check it out, please understand that beta means they're still working on it. Yeah. Well, Don't go into it and be like, oh, I'm gonna sell this fucking game now because it's useless. Like literally when you chill. when you sign up for a beta, it says you are going to experience bugs and things that we didn't anticipate. Are you cool with that? And you click the yes button. I don't understand why people have such a problem with it. Yeah. If you're not willing to agree to the te- the terms of service without reading them and still be a good sport about it, then don't even fucking bother. Yeah. Because, like, don't get me wrong. I don't read the terms of service, but I also know. If it's a beta, then if it's, it's a beta, beta. The developers are working on it. They're, they're putting in a lot of hours on top of what they've already put on developing the game in the first place. Hundreds of hours. It's specifically with Rockstar. I don't yeah. think developers know what alpha and beta are anymore. I say that because there was a trailer for a game last night during the Game Awards that was like, the footage you're about to see is pre-alpha. And I'm like, that's alpha is like the big, like I've written some code and I have some things that move. I have an idea. Beta is like testable. Yeah. And then like you have a final release. When did we decide we need to go pre-alpha? Yeah. But it looks like a put together game from the footage. I'm like, how is that's just alpha? Yeah, like you. <sighs> we're we're gonna have to invent a reverse alphabet to go backwards. I mean, what was the what was the game that we played that was made by Blazinski there? Oh God, um, Radical Heights. Radical Heights. That was definitely pre-alpha. Oh God, that was something. When we're loading in, and it's like, so there are polygons here. <laughs> Oh, no. There's just this big brick of color, and that's it. Great. See, that is pre-alpha. But, like, a, a somewhat finished thing that, like, developers and the game testers who work at the company are going through, and they're like, okay, and here's this wall, and here's this pond. Like, that's alpha. That's what alpha is. Beta is when everybody else can test it. But, like, if you can successfully walk through a level, that's alpha. Fun. Please add details. Alan, please yeah, right. add details. But yeah, so yeah, just please keep in mind that if you're in a beta, it's gonna be buggy. It's not beta just because they want to be cool. Yeah, they need you. Like, they just they need everyone to play it so I, they can get all the error reports. Exactly. I look at it as like I'm if I am invited to a beta or if I'm able to participate in a beta, I'm helping them. Like, don't get me wrong, it is frustrating playing a beta if it's if you're one of the lucky ones that it crashes on you all the time or you get all the weird shit happening yeah but, but you know what if you have a problem don't play it like it's kind of like um or a report if it. i had a really weird disease that like not very many people had in the whole entire human existence hide in a cave I, wait till you die. no i would be like okay doctors like let's let's do experiments let's like figure it out so that somebody down the road doesn't have to suffer like i'm that kind of person where i'd be like yeah take my blood i don't care it's fine do the spearmints i prefer wintergreen but you can do your spearmints (laughs) but like a lot of people have problems with that and they'd be like i wouldn't want to be a test tube i wouldn't want to be a test subject like all right fuck off then i guess yeah but thousands and thousands of people had to be before now i want to be a national i want to be a national inquirer freaking article yeah i want to i want people to photoshop alien eyes onto my face and be like is she really an alien i would love that (laughs) anyway (laughs) 
I'll get Annabelle right on that. We'll just Photoshop you up with some alien eyes and <laughs> we'll make don't. like a fake tabloidy. I will have nightmares. It'll actually. be like a weekly world news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah, uh, moving on from Sarah played No Man's Sky. You won't believe what happened next. <laughs> <laughs> moving on from RDO, we're going to go into Fallout 76. Again. So to follow up on what we reported last week about the great canvas bag. Oh, uh, God. Dilemma. The great canvas shortage of 2018. Yeah. Bethesda announced this past Monday that for those who purchased the $200 Power Armor edition of Fallout 76 and thus were ripped off by receiving a nylon bag instead of the advertised canvas bag, they are actually finalizing manufacturing plans for replacement canvas bags to be Re- shipped out. Replacement is in bunny crots, by the way, because it's not a replacement it's what you should have gotten in the first place. It's what you advertise to people, and so, then they bought it. So what is needed by Bethesda is, or by the consumer for Bethesda is the you must submit a proof of purchase of the Power Armor Edition by January thirty first, twenty nineteen, uh, in order to receive their your canvas bag as soon as they are manufactured and ready. Um, you can go to Bethesda.net, support Fallout seventy six Power Armor, submit ticket. Follow the instructions. Yep. There's I went I went to it myself and it's literally Bethesda.net, scroll down, support, follow up seventy six, and there's a whole power armor canvas bag section. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> they, of they the want, support options. They want photo proof of yeah. the if you still have the slip. Um if you bought it online, you need like if you bought it online through the Bethesda the Bethesda website, it's a you need um, a screenshot of the proof of sale. Yep. Thank God you didn't get the collector's edition. I never do because I didn't need another speaker. Well, no, where like half of Sarah's shit went missing. Oh my God, seriously. Like where now I... the burden of proof is on you and yeah. you're like, excuse me? Which like, I'm not, I'm a crazy person and I save all that stuff. I think this was the one time I didn't. Like I had proof that I purchased it, but I had to find it where usually if I purchase something, I'm like, screenshot. Yep. Now you can't fuck me over. I, and I do believe if you bought it on like um, the PlayStation Network or Xbox Live Marketplace, um, it's the same thing. You gotta show, you gotta yeah. send them like screenshots of the um, email receipts that yeah. you got I don't, saying that you purchased them. It'll tell you exactly what you yeah, need. Exactly. So I'm not exactly sure, but like it, it. Hopefully, people have kept their proof of purchase because this this is Bethesda saying, "Here's the band aid. I'm sorry that I hurt you." Here is my band-aid to cover the wound. It's I not going up. to I fucked up. Stop looking at me. I fucked up. It's not going to fix it, but it's going to at least, you know, I don't know. This is the best possible outcome. Yeah. For this situation, I yeah. think. I mean, <clears throat> it's it's it is what it is. Bethesda they fucked up, but they realized they fucked up and they don't want to get sued. Yeah. I still simple. want to know what happened at Bethesda's corporate office that someone went. Hear me out. We Nylon. could give people what they ordered, or we could potentially save a lot of money for the company if we just use nylon. See, I think the thinking was, shit, we don't have enough time to manufacture this because we dragged our ass. So let's send them something now that's going to cost us pennies. And then we'll just replace them later on when they're all angry. Let them get angry. Meanwhile, then replace, and then we're the good well, guy. They didn't want to push back the date. Meanwhile, the PR team was like screaming internally. Pete Hines just has an aneurysm. Yeah, but yeah. So if you if you bought the Power Armor Edition and you want the canvas bag, which I mean I would, I'd be yeah. Go to Bethesda and be like, bitch, here's my shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Moving on from there, Stardew Valley. Uh, Stardew Valley's creator, Eric Barone, a.k.a. Concerned Ape, has left Stardew Valley publisher Chucklefish to pursue more independent means of video game development. Um, He will begin self-publishing his IP for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and the Vita on December 14th. But the Nintendo Switch and mobile versions of Stardew Valley will still be owned by Chucklefish. Yeah. So I don't, I think this just means like all of those versions of Stardew Valley. He makes the money. He makes the money, which is good for him. He made it. And he's. This also kind of sounds like he's going to make more games. Yeah, no, that's with, that's his plan. He plans yeah. on becoming a publisher himself. And I, I'm not a fan of the Stardew Valley kind of theme, but like it makes for, pe- money. for people who really like Stardew Valley, this is probably great yeah. news. <laughs> so only time will tell what uh, Eric Barone has planned for the future. And if he will develop new games mm-hmm. as an independent publisher, I did hear through the grapevine that he is going to be opening up his own publishing company. Yeah. But well, it, I mean, it's maybe that could just be like for the purposes of like, you know, like when a business is like, I'm a business, I'm my own business, but I still have to have an LLC to like put all my taxes right, into, yeah. you know, maybe it's like that. Exactly. Like it's, it's for him, but he has to make it official because that's how the world works. Right. Exactly. You know? Uh, moving on from there, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna try and just like fly through these last two things. Um, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, like I said, it came out today. Yeah. Um, I picked it up, obviously. Um, Switch owners who also have games saved data from Pokemon Let's Go P- Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee can automatically receive an Eevee or Pikachu spirit in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate when they play the game. Uh, spirits are like support characters. Yeah. They so, help with okay. your power levels in the adventure mode. How did it work when you started up the game? When I just see, I didn't know that this was a thing. Yeah. So it, I started up the game, I started up adventure and I think it was like the first or second battle I did. I got Eevee as a spirit as, for one of the prizes. Cool. So you might just have to like earn it. Yeah. Earn, you, you, you earn a spirit and automatically it's like your the spirit first is... or second match that you'll play on yeah. adventure mode. Do adventure mode yeah. to get it. Okay. Because that's the only Good. way you get spirits if I if I remember right. Yeah. But like you if you don't have save data from a let's go game, you there's still a chance that you can get Eevee or Pikachu. But yeah, it's like because there's there's a spirit board lottery yeah, as well that that it changes like every five to six minutes the characters. Oh, neat. Yeah, so that's fun. But there's that. It's still possible. Yep, still is. So that's cool. Uh, and then moving on to the finality of what I have. Other than Game Awards That's stuff. written down. Uh, Halo TV series. Uh, Rupert Wyatt, who was set to direct the upcoming Halo TV series, has had to step down as director due to scheduling conflicts with his upcoming movie, Storm King. Uh, the Halo team does not yet have a replacement director, but as filming for the series does not begin until June, they have plenty of time to find a new one. They, uh, Hopefully. They were actually saying that this is like not great news because because the way that he makes movies, it would have made a really successful TV show. And now I'm kind of bummed. Like, I hope that they find somebody who isn't just like... I'm bummed, but I feel like they might be able to find, like, get Peter Jackson back on board. Because Peter Jackson was the one that was originally slated for the Halo series mm. way back when. Oh, God. Peter Jackson, though. He's so good. And he's a super nerd. Either him or Guillermo del Toro. I mean, I see. I can't see Del Toro doing a maybe because there's a lot of weird alien races and yeah. stuff in Halo. Yeah, he but, loves that. Shit. And he's a super nerd. Yeah, that's true. The Toro song. Oh, man. I like that. Uh, speaking of uh, Del Toro and kind of 
roundabout Del Toro. Uh, Hideo Kojima was one of the judges for college games or um, indie developers for the Game Awards last night. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that were they were the people from Norway, Norwegian school guys. Sure. I think won um, won the award for best student project or something like that, uh, and. That was judged by Hideo Kojima and a few other devs, and I was That's like, amazing. I would have talked about just holding your yeah. breath the whole right? entire time. Like, like I would have pooped myself a Kojima's lot. Kojima's looking at my game. Kojima's looking at my game. Yep. He blinked at it. Oh my god, he's smiling. <laughs> and so that was intense. So I won't give you a full summary of everything that happened at the Game Awards. I highly recommend to check it out. Yeah. Um. If you're able to either watch the rebroadcast up on Twitch on the Game Awards or go. they I know that their YouTube channel has like all of the individual trailers that came up, which yep. is really cool because that's an easy way to find what happened without having to search through a bunch of like people talking about things happening. So I actually nice. just uh, published or put a link to Kotaku article in our deals and news section of the Discord server. Mm. So for those that were in the Discord server that are also listening to this, hi, Static. <laughs> um, but, but also like, my God, the discord server blew up last night cause we were just yeah. all screaming about everything it and it so was funny. so great. I was like trying to watch and then also trying to clean like, and all really you can hear quickly. is bing, 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 no, bing, I have, bing, I had my sound, like my discord sound off, but I could just see it like going up the chat, like moving and I, my monkey brain couldn't stop, but like look at it and then read and then <laughs> type things. Uh, it was a real good time. So major important things for me. Number one, friggin' Crash Team Racing yes, remaster. I'm I, so ready. I saw the trailer. We watched it last night in in bed, like getting ready to go to sleep. And I was like, I'm going to cry. Get ready to like, get fucking wrecked. Crash Team Racing for me is what the original three are to you. Like my OG. Well, I, I have the original CTR as well. I never played like the story mode or whatever you want to call like the world yeah. mode. But I played... I forget what circuit it is um, that I had on a demo disc. It had one circuit, four tracks, and I played those four tracks obsessively again and again and again with Corey. Yeah. And so I know those four tracks very well. But now, because he had to bring up the Mario Kart thing, so now (laughs) I've been playing an obsessive amount of Mario Kart, and I'm ready to get my hands on CTR remastered. Yeah. And It's fucking happening. Lay waste. It's, I'm really excited. Like, when I say that Digimon World was my favorite game as a kid, I'm lying. It was Crash, <laughs> Team, it was Crash Team Racing. Um, so there was that. Thing number two, which really completely stole the show for me, was uh, Sonic Fox yeah. winning best esports player. Because I didn't know most of the esports players there. And, of course, they have, like, the equivalent of a LinkedIn profile picture for all their, like, yeah. photos. And I'm like, man, I don't know even who to vote for. And I'm really glad that Sonic Fox won because like as soon as they're like Sonic Fox and it goes to the crowd and I see him and I'm like, he's wearing that's a furry head. And then he pops it on and walks up. I'm like, oh, my God, this is fucking happening. Yeah. And every furry subreddit I'm on is just blowing up about that. And they're like, oh, my God, the best boy. And the Internet's gone fucking crazy about it. Yeah. So it's. I, it's really great because you were reading earlier that like his his uh, Twitter, I think mm-hmm. him, him being like, I won. It's really great. Was, fuck the left. Like, yeah, no, fuck the right. Yeah, because he, he, when he stood up there, he was like, so <laughs> I'm a furry. I'm black. I'm gay. I'm basically everything Demo- uh, Republicans hate. Yeah. 
And I was he, like, oh, God, he said that. His whole Twitter was like the entire like the whole right wing has just been trying to hate me for my whole life. And I won something last night. So fuck you. And I was like, I guess I'm a fan of Sonic Fox now. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, if I, I just find it quickly. I followed him on Twitter and I was I, I tweeted at him because he was like, I actually won. This was amazing. Yeah. And I was like, you are an incredible person and my new favorite esports player. Yeah, it's <laughs> really, Stay awesome. It's refreshing to see a furry in the public eye and have them be a good person. And have them not have been like caught raping farm animals. Okay, like, mm. am I a furry? Not a fucking chance. But do I <laughs> admire him because he wins like Dragon Ball Fighters tournaments, like world championships, playing in a fursuit with the gloves and everything? Oh, God. It must be so hot in there. Like, he's a world champion with all these fighting games playing in a full fursuit. Yeah. With, like, gloves included. Like, crazy. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a great shot of he met up with Ninja and had, like, a quick, like, probably 10-second photo shoot with Ninja. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I met Ninja. He wore my fur head. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, no. That must have been really exciting. And it it just, it looks so great. And I was like, shit. I think I like Ninja a little bit. Like, <laughs> I have nothing against I, Ninja. I don't have anything against him. But it was also really upsetting to see that all of the content creator of the year awards were people who play Fortnite. Yeah. If you don't play Fortnite, don't even bother. Yeah. Like, you're, you're not making content if you're not playing Fortnite. And that just pisses me off a little bit. It also, but, like, it made me laugh because it's like, what fucking content are you creating? I don't same. understand. I understand that, like, so I'm sure they're great people. They have great personalities and are probably good with their communities. And then maybe the communities understand. I'm not a part of the community, so I don't understand. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing that is setting you apart and bringing you to this level. But like, hey. I, I know that Markiplier is like old news as far as like video games go because he's just been doing his thing. But he literally like got a Make-A-Wish kid into the YouTube Rewind. I feel like maybe we've been sleeping on Markiplier for a couple years. Maybe. But Ninja for sitting there with blue hair. He definitely playing deserves Fortnite. To he definitely deserves to be on that content creator. Markiplier's of the not year. playing Fortnite. What do you want? I don't know. Uh, but also, speaking of which, that ties me into a great little segue into that whole bit with Able Gamers. I didn't that was see just, that part. Oh my god, that it was, was tear jerking. That was in the throes of my Comcast. That was uh, last night. oh god. So they had this like <laughs> ad spot that ran for Able Gamers, and it was telling the story of. This guy, I forget exactly what his condition was, and I feel bad for forgetting, but I was just so much like listening to him talk about, he's like talking about how he went to the doctor and basically they told him, there's nothing we can do for you. Just go home and die. Wow. And he's like, and so he didn't. no, he so didn't. like most doctors, <laughs> right? Yeah. They're like, you don't have long to live. There's no sense in doing anything. Just go home until you until you're dead. And then you just didn't. And then he's like able to play video games now. He's like wheelchair bound. And yeah, does he maybe have like ALS or something? Where it he's could like, be. I have to. I'd have to rewatch the thing again. Yeah. Because like we were just so much like, oh no, the feels so loud we couldn't actually hear what they were saying. Yeah. And oh, Al was down here, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he was. <laughs> so he was sobbing. It was great times. <laughs> Speaking of sobbing, we're gonna segue that right into the fact that uh, Chris Barlog. I think that's Balrog. how you pronounce it. Balrog of God of War. Yeah, bar, bar, it's Barlog. Barlog, because it's not Balrog. Because that's the creature that Ganon fight. Yeah, yeah, Gandalf. Like, we literally <laughs> what's going on before I'm we came down. Okay. Before we came down, we literally just watched that scene. I'm literally watching Fellowship he, of the Ring right now. Oh God. So, but he gets up for um, 
uh, it was, I think, best narr- narrative, I think, that they won. Was it? Um, yeah. See, I really should have double-checked my awards, but <laughs> it fine. wasn't It wasn't for Game of the Year. It was something else that God of War won, it, he, yeah. and he went up to give his acceptance thing, and he just going, son of a bitch, I said I wasn't going to cry. Oh. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so precious. And, uh, yeah, and then, of course, God of War. Game of year, game I'm of the so, year, which is great because Red Dead swept yeah. pretty much everything else. I I thought it was going to be another year where it's like Breath of the Wild won eight awards and Game of the Year. I feel like it's not fair, and that didn't happen. I was really happy. Yep, <clears throat> they surprisingly managed to let God of War have one. Yeah, which or is, I guess two. But. I think God of War deserves it a lot. It like does. All of, all of the games that were on there deserved it a lot. But They're well put honestly, together games, but God of War really pushed the boundaries with the no loading screens. Yeah. One shot. Yeah. Single shot. Like, and it's just, it's so smooth. That was like a technological wonder as well as you've managed to take a franchise people loved, change it, but still keep it like true to form. Somehow it's better than anybody anticipated it could be. Yep. And it was incredible. I want to play. Uh, and then the last thing I wanted to bring up is Hello Games is making uh, is starting another game. Yeah. And it actually the last campfire looks. I need to watch the trailer for that one. You did or didn't? Did not. I need oh. to. Oh, do watch it. Um, they've toned down their ambition a lot. Oh, well. So this we... might actually be a finished game when yeah. it comes out. So it's a 2D side scroller. It looks <laughs> almost like if you were to combine Rise with not rise of the tomb raider but uh no rhyme sorry rhyme and unravel it's oh. it looks like that kind of an aesthetic okay it looks interesting hmm. it's got this whole like you're a cute little fluff boy uh sock puppet thing i don't really know what the heck to call him oh. but like you're a cute little dude and you have your little canoe and you're just basically traversing your way through a whole world of nightmares and i'm like that actually oh, sounds like fun oh no <laughs> and it looks really good and i'm very excited for it uh, I, uh, despite everything that's gone on with No Man's Sky, I haven't completely written Hello Games off from being able to sell me another game. Yeah. They've got to at least get two strikes. So <laughs> if this one doesn't do well, I might give them a third, but uh, yeah, we'll see. But that's all I've got for the game awards, unless either of you had anything else you wanted to bring up. I, it's, it only is significant if you've played through at least the main story of Dragon Age Inquisition. But the Dragon Age 4 teaser, I yelled because Literally. I'm so <laughs> fucking excited. And I'm not even going to, I can't even spoil it because like, if you don't know, the trailer doesn't spoil anything. It just makes you go like, wait a minute, but I'm so fucking ready. And I, <laughs> I guess I actually have to like play through the first two games now and you know. Okay. I lied. There was one more thing. Inquisition again. Was it, is it going to be space fallout? No. Oh. Persona 5 broke into the uh, the Game Awards partway through. It, it was similar to how, um, like, as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, no, is this going to be Cyberpunk again? Because remember when, like, the Microsoft, everything shut down and it was, yeah. like, yeah. uploading files and all that shit? Yeah, it it did kind of, like, they were in the middle of a sentence, and then all of a sudden the lights went out in the whole place. And they're like, what, what just happened? And then the screen lights up, goes to fuzz, and all of a sudden it's uh, Joker from Persona 5 talking about how they broke into the Game Awards. Oh, my God. And the whole thing ended up being an announcement that Persona 5's Joker is coming to Super Smash. Yep. Oh, I did hear about that. And I was like, what? Yeah, and he's immediately gonna, he's gonna I, be one of the first DLCs. I hopped in and I texted Mark and I'm like, dude, Persona 5, Smash, it's <laughs> happening. 
That's and, so cool. Uh, yeah, so that was pretty neat. Outside of that, I think that is actually it for me. Yeah. No, um, Space Fallout. What, Space Fallout. What's it called? Other Worlds. Other Worlds. It's made by Interplay, who made the first original Fallouts. And Obsidian, who made Fallout to Vegas. And I was like, all right, I, I'm not even going to like be mad about that. I'm going to be excited. Because it looks the, great. they threw a lot of shade at Bethesda for being like, <laughs> we made the good fallouts. They, Here's a game. They threw a lot of shade at Bethesda, and it also looks funny. It looks funny it and so good. like Borderlands rage kind of funny. Yeah. But like, I like that they had like the, a gun in one hand, but the, another hand was like open and here in, in the screen. So I think it might be like, I wouldn't want to say stealing the ideas of Bethesda, but kind of stealing, stealing the looks of like what players look like. I don't know. I'm it's really not, excited. It's, it's borrowing the ideas of Fallout New Vegas, which they developed. Yeah. And I like the idea that. <laughs> I like the idea that uh, in the trailer, the woman is like, you can choose bad or worse. Which one are you going to choose? And the the person who's like playing you in the trailer shoots somebody. And she's like, you didn't have to shoot either of them. You know that, right? And it's like, oh, shit. The element of choice is going to be in this game. Hopefully. There's, there's going to be branching endings. No, apparently it's going to be like one of the big deciding factors is your choices I'm, will literally change every aspect of the game. I'm so excited. But I mean, like you said, hopefully. I mean, I've heard that for... Every Dozens game. of games. Every game tries to be the next Until Dawn, and the only one that has ever come close is Detroit. Which I'm real sad didn't win anything. Didn't get anything. It deserved so much, and it got nothing. Like, best story should have been. I don't even. Because Red Dead won that one. Yeah. Swept it. What What even uh, is the story? I'm a cowboy, baby. Yeah. You gonna paint his town red and paint his wife white. Uh, uh. <laughs> My only words of wisdom are to radio edit. Anyway, that was all I had, though. So, so unless you either of you have anything else to say, that will do it for us for this week. Uh, let us know in the comments what your favorite part of the Game Awards was. What what made it great for you if you yeah. watched it, or did you not watch it? I don't know. Or you can leave stuff. What are you excited for? Because I think I know what I'm excited for. Yep. I know what I'm excited for. <laughs> uh, lunch? <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. I'm but, very uh, hungry. Anyway, we'll catch you guys again next week. Thanks for listening. And until next time, happy gaming. See ya. This Week in Gaming is a Yadude Gamers production. Pre-production planning and show outline by Sarah Green. On-air organization and mediation by Morgan. Post-production audio and mixing by me, Josh Needham. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. And check out our other podcasts, AV Underground, a show where Watson and myself discuss the struggles of getting started as a content creator. We often interview up-and-coming streamers, writers, photographers, and other content creators about their thoughts on getting started. Or Health and Mana, where Annabelle and I review multiplayer games and discuss how gaming ties into our relationship. This podcast has been brought to you by the support of our Patreon backers. To become a backer and show your support for the show, or to find out more about Yadude and what we do, check out yadudegamers.com. And hey, thanks. Thank you.